Here we go, guys. Y'all ready for the current event show? Because that's why I am. I'm ready to be fired up to do this stuff, okay? So, let's get this music going. Let's get ready. Let's get have some fun. And I'm going to have some fun. Let's break it down. I know it's about me. This uh, is just do I was in home. Yeah, I was Here I go. Hello everybody here. My name is Ben Yuka with Zoe Media Enterprises. Welcome to the welcome to the current event show on this Wednesday, March twenty third, two thousand and twenty two. We're part of the still under the need for speed spring break. One thing we are we didn't do it this morning, but tonight we are gonna be doing it and there will be a need for speed moment. That event will start at six o'clock. There's gonna be a, around six thirty seven. That we are, I am going to be on. We're going to play the Heat. We'll play like maybe we can play maybe one, two races, of course, and try to get that thing going. So that's one of the big things we all talk. So we will have the Black Tap Building Program special again. As I remind you, Saturday all day. Davis be all day. We're going to, I got to play all day, but we're going to be, I'm going to be on the game playing it. I think that will start at 10 a.m. And then we're gonna come back again for the video game party. That'll be a special for that. And you know, step in the metaverse. That will be another black program special. I will be on. We'll be on with two segments of the. I hope we can. I hope that it all works out. Getting us us out there, and it's gonna be a great time to get the brand out there. So that is gonna be some big things on that front. It's official. Earlier this morning, they had a press conference with a twin. Carlos Carrera is now officially a full-time Twins player. Now, I'm going to be playing some clips of some of the um, the interviews from LB Network. They're going to be talking about this this all day because this is a hot, hot pick. And what got the Twins to be excited. I mean, I've been saying this all along. And I will put this into all the Twins pages. I, I, I get it out there as much as I can. Zone coverage, Twins Daily. I am going to get this message out there as much as I can. Try to mark and get everybody on board what I've been saying. Because I've been saying this all along and all from the beginning that the Twins need to get some real talent and not just hitting. And some pitching needs to get fixed. We need to get all that. We need to work together on that whole scenario. So we're going to have to. And it's not going to just only the getting draft for the pitchings. We're going to have to start developing our own. And have our own hometown pitchers. And that's one thing for a second. So let me just take a moment before I get to the article. And just talk about the importance of elevating hometown talent. Is this. We have to understand as Twins fans that it's important to build our own home 
talent. We've already have, but we can't. It's not about building the talent. It's about maintaining them here and keeping them like like someone like Buxton. He's gonna spend all these years with the Twins. He's a Twins for life. But we gotta get the records like a like Joe Cat, Amon Kilbrew. People like people like the Brad Rackies, the Joe uh, um, Joe Nathan. Which he should be a Hall of Famer, but he will definitely be a Twins Hall of Famer as we it can get them all get them here to to participate in that scenario. Like like we got to start developing strong hometown towns that, that people want to cultivate here. People want to be the strongest effort. I've been saying this too. I know there's other blocks like Minnesota fan. Sports eight ball since then, but I've been more and more outspoken completely on all the angles of this all, saying that hey, we're gonna need some talent there. We're gonna need to do something about it. We need to get some. It's great we're bringing the that, but we also gotta develop our own players. Like look at Barrels. That that that's a home. That's a potential hometown talent. We just threw away to. Toronto. Now look at that team's gonna be stacked with players this year. Between him, the Guerrero, and I think there's two other players that I've mm, been reading up on, but that's gonna be a, a team that's gonna be stacked. That's gonna be potentially a division, and we're gonna have a tough. We're gonna have a tough AL division this year. Very tough. People think, oh, which ones can just make it with one? No, 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 no. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really tough, really tough, and that's the reason why it's important for us to be in the head of the game, be the head of the division, and try to make a score of a playoff run and stuff. So that's really what one of the things I'm gonna be emphasizing the importance of that whole scenario. So that's. That's the nice thing about it when I can get that actually the Twins players that actually do things that they should be doing at the time and every motion of that. So because of, because we're, we're, what we're looking at here is we got to start looking at it and look at this talent we got coming like Royce Lewis. And they're saying that at shortstop, he's going to be like a beast. At shortstop... And getting our skills on. Okay. So it, it's important to start being ready for that type of scenario. Okay. Let me, let me look at my. So that. So. So it's, it's a, so building up talent is key. Building up all the building up the talent is key. Gotta gotta support all that as much as we can. I know the twins have been playing up and on, trying to get some wins in the spring train, but the spring train and I know Buxton's trying to run into the wall. They're gonna have to keep him. On DH, and that's gonna have to be where he is. If we need that, that's the player we need. That's the player. That's the player we're gonna need. We need to rely because if he's not hurt, I heard Buxton's gonna be one of them. He's gonna be like Hunter. He could be our Tory Hunter of our generation if you can maintain the player as someone like Buxton. And can do a hell of a lot. So I just wanted to make a statement there because it's really, really tough to keep that type, that kind of player here. So what I'm gonna do now, it's time to get, it's time to get this thing on the way. Let's, it's time to get my, my thing on the way. So I'm gonna play playing some clips. I'm gonna play two clips.
Alright. I want you to sit back and enjoy them, okay? I'm gonna play them right now.
And that's exactly, and it is a good move. It's a very good move because you have there a situation. Oh, well, let me let me block this. Okay, let me just block it. Because what you have here is a situation where the twins have so much potential and lots of potential when you have also a twins on the way that they can actually play and play a strong, compatible defense. You have a shortstop. You got Roy Lewis. If he opts out of this contract this year or next year, say, you know what? Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll, I will need to do. I got Royce. I can take him. I can mentor him. And says, you know what? I'll give you a tip. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. It's all about the communication and the mentality. We got we to support. We got to support excellence here. Because I know we can. And that is exactly what this Twins baseball team needs. It's, it's a long-term excellence. Because you're not just, you're just a, to be there. I want you to build them up. It's when, when Nelson Cruz is there. They're... Oh, he was building them up. No, he was building up some hitters and get some hitters going. And now I know we had a tough last year, but let me tell you something. We could actually get that done, even with him. We could say, yo, this is what you do. You don't, you take that player and you mentor him. You get to know, you get him better on his hitting. Get his hitting down. That's what Cruz took him. I think the older guys in the in the straw all stars should be mentoring some of these younger ones. Don't put it all on the cousin. Learn from the experience. That's exactly what we we need. We're gonna need in baseball. We gotta learn from people who actually have hard experience. And that's where this whole situation comes from. We gotta we gotta learn somehow. Because they're not going to be around playing the game forever and or living forever. you got to have it ready to go and reach for the stars. That's exactly what I think he's going to do. So that's why it's very, very important to understand that this is very, very much a hardworking, determined team. And I really want to see those things come into play. Now, now earlier today, okay. Earlier also, he also had rotation. Derek Ferry, he was also on this. So we're going to play him now so you can see where he comes from, okay? So. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna. I want you to listen to the whole thing, and I'll. We'll do. A, we'll go a brief analysis. Okay. Now this is how you do a press conference jersey wear. Jersey goes on, and Carlos Correa made a pro.
I know we've been spending a lot of time on this, but but you know it, it's very important to understand what what we're what we're really going against, and understand where we're dealing with with all this stuff. I mean, we're covering a lot of angles, and I'm very very happy to see the twins do a lot of good things. And I wish we we could have the best of luck on a lot of that today. <sighs> As today, so the next thing, okay, so that, so we spent a lot of time. I'm gonna spend some time on the lotto right now. I'm gonna talk about her, play some clips from, um, play some clips of the lotto, and we'll go, okay, so we'll start. This is a clip from my radio. Uh, hold on, let's see this. It's a joke. Uh, and then we, there's another clip here. We'll play that one too. Alright, enough of this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break this down while Lotto and way I really feel about this a lot of whole situation is this you got uh you got her out here talking about um talking about where she's having a hard time selling the album I think what you have a situation is this you have someone like her who hasn't has shown her skill but not enough that I can call her hip hop cal- caliber, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why that is. When we when we judge hip hop here, I judge it by flow, delivery, wordplay slash vocabulary, and someone right, and stamina means somebody that have cultural engagement, and this is where. I, this is where I go say floor, flow. I rated like a six. And before I continue, I'm gonna go back to that. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you who I miss from. How cultivates me? The top tier, ten out of ten rappers. We can talk about Rakim. I can talk about Nas. I can talk about Styles P, Jadakiss, Cassidy. The Outcasts, the Slick Ricks, all those guys like that. Of course, Jay Z, Jay Z. Then you also can, but wait, that type of rap. So I gave you like seven R. Um, and if I talk about that, I can talk about both Big Boy and them. But I'm being specific on that. Then you got Mos Def. Who's also a dope lyricist. So, so all around those people that call a strong hip hop lyrical rap skills are people that I that's where I take my top tier and start judging them one by one. And then you also have the women when you talk about women and you judge that whole women whole thing. You know it's Lauren Hill. You know it's Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. MC Light, 
I can take Lil' Kim and Foxy. And, and then also the model ones we talk about. That's actually really good, like Rhapsody. Rhapsody is a dope lyricist. And I talk about uh, 3, 3D Nadetti. So that's like five to seven of them. Long. So all my whole judging of rap is that is the style of taste of hip-hop music. And that's how I know how to judge it in those criteria. And those criteria are actually very, very important. Now let's talk about this. The flow, it's you want to learn. It tells me you're a six, you want to learn, but it's like you don't want. You're missing the efforts of the rap games. You can. That's I'll give you. I'll give you like at least a six. And the same thing when it comes to delivery. Delivery is is. Uh, it has shock value, but it's very low. So it's 6.5. I can say. Warplay, I'm going to say it's going to go down to like the least five and a half. Okay, let, let's let's be realistic here. When I does it, and then the fan, okay, then maybe because you have that stamina and you're getting that fan bit and you're getting that, you're getting an impact in the culture. So I'll give you like a, I'll give you like a, Six still. That's how it's gonna be. I'm gonna tell you why it does it because I looked at the way how she raps. You want to impact the culture, but you really don't want to put in the, the hard. Uh, you don't want to really, really put the hard work. There's actually young female rappers that actually rap harder than, you know, rap harder like a, like the Tierra Whack does. Younger female rappers at her age, at her 28 age. Rap harder than most. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rap harder than most of your rappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Harder than most of your industry artists. Whether it's Dream Doll, which is Asian Doll. When the rappers, when it comes out. The one that Nicki Minaj collaborated. Oh, she's way better. It's like. Can. Can somebody actually answer that question? Where we're we're coming from with this whole rap game here? Because that's gonna be the that's the, that's gonna be the areas we're going to have to address. So when you talk about Lulato rapping, she has the dedication to learn, but it's gonna take her more time. And more stamina and more time to actually prove me something that actually rap better than most of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, it's just how it is. It's just how it is. You have one of actually Keonis's, um, um, see Keonis's, um, friend, um, one of her friends that used to do activist. That chick, that, that, that Hannah chick, that rap hard, rap harder than most. Rap harder than most of you, you non-black black female rap harder than most of them. Hmm. Which which is not talked about very often. So that could be. So if I'm not really talking about hip hop, you know where I stand. So that's why you have to understand that part. So delivery, you got some delivery, you're getting some impact of fans, but it's just it's just the, the the cult you have no criteria of freestyle. Same it same thing goes when you talk about Megan. That's a tough way you can you can actually judge it. So if you really want to talk about the future of female rap, I'll say if, if we really, really want to take a, a real critical thing, critical fat and a critical look, it'll be Rhapsody. Rhapsody is going to be one. She's going to be one of them. Tierra, Wack, Shara, Norm. Which most of you will not talk about. Most of you. Most of you black. Most, most black men. Men. And black women will not talk about. You will not talk about Sharon Norm. 
that's also one one that's really really tall. So you got another one. I can't remember exactly who was that one on who was on bars on I ninety five that was also doing that um that was also doing that rapping that that chick is also and she's like twenty years old. That chick rap better than will run over most of y'all. The, the Lottos and the Asian Dolls and and the Dream Dolls. You know, um, mm. oh yeah, and that oh yeah, there's another chick too. That's all. Also, that G Herbal's artist too. That's another chick they don't talk about. They really don't. They really don't talk about that. That G Herbal's artist. They really don't talk about her. They really leave that out. It's like it's like the same ones like JID. Dope ass rap, bad, like those are future, our future. That's our future. Bass, JID. He's so, the dude is so talented as a lyricist. It's just, it's just you, you really would, you would really have to understand that factor behind that about that whole, that whole thing. That's another person that they really don't, really don't talk about very often in, in rap. They really don't spend their time really discussing that part. Hold on. So you want that non-black chick? They got gets gave you that on um, that Ashley Keonis who runs that Justice Squad. Her her female artist rap she'll she'll run all of them over. Hmm. She'll rap over and run the lot of them. Oh yeah, and that Justine. Valentine, who's on Nick Cannon's show, rap in Mulatto too. It's a, it's a realistic thing. Mm, run, and the, and they think that Mulatto is actually a lyricist. You don't have the, she don't have, she don't have the full. She's dedicated, but she don't have, she doesn't have it yet. The what it takes to be a strong female rapper. It just, it just oh. And this chick has said racist things in the past too. So okay, I can't. That also gets me. A little side idea too. So that also um that it just it does that it it's gotta be real and that yeah that's another care baby is another female rapper black female rapper will will run over most of them. It's unbelievable. And let me let me look up and while I'm doing it, let me just look at that G or. Pretty Savage, yep, yep, Pretty Savage, yep, I know, Zach, I just remembered it now, Pretty Savage, that, that's that G Herbal's artist, right better than Meg, Cardi, Asian Dog, Dream Dog, Lolato, Alt, she'll run you over, that chick will run you over, and I actually listened to her rap, including mm, that, that 120, that chick's, pfft. y'all get run over, you're gonna get, you're gonna get run over. Should also shout out the bars on I-95 too, because they're actually doing big things with that stuff. Yup, yup. That's the it's the reality of things like this. It's, it's like when I hear something like this, it's like I know when I gotta go. Pretty much. Okay, I didn't get into a lot of baseball news today. I, I'm gonna get back to that right now. Let me see what else is in the They're also been talking about um um, they're trying, they're, they're also talking about some pitching that they have rebounds too. So that El Draw Rock Rodriguez coming back. They also saw El Noah from the Phillies. You Davich is they're talking about Davich in this. Zach Gollin. And Clayton Kershaw. So that's going to be some big things on that as well. They said five big arms due to come back this year. So, and then they, and they, yeah, today, Trevor's story also did a, his on conference, he signed a six-year deal with the Redskins, so he's going to be a big player for them. 
So they just did his um, press conference today for him, not just only Carlos Correll, which we spent more time because I'm in Minnesota all the way with it. But we're going to have a lot of good competition coming up. with the, 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 I'm going to say this, that the AL division is going to be, especially East, is going to be the toughest division. Because it's really going to be, and then when we talk about, and when we have our current events special, when we do talk about the MLB season preview, we are going to, because we're going to have to make some, it's going to have to take some time, research, we have to research stats and see where we're going to have to go with this. So that's why that's going to be a tough challenge for that. So now, so I got a couple of those stories. I ran that. I forgot to get that out of the way for you all, for everybody there. Okay. Jay Prince's situation is another one that I don't think it's shocking. It ties into what I've been saying. Um, and I'm going to make this quick. The Grammys, is it's not our place. It's not our place to go. I won't. And if you think I'm going to watch probably the Grammy, uh, I might announce the winners and go over winners of hip-hop and R&B. That's all I'm going to do for that Grammys. This is, I'm not I don't, I'm not going to watch that war show. That's No. That's going to be so dead foul to watch a war show where they go and snap black talent when they didn't give Nas a Grammy until like two years ago. Like two years ago. Because like the that the weekend will win that game award. Nikki has won awards. When you're told many times these award shows are a joke. They don't care about your talent. They care about what's gonna fill those seats. That's all they they all that's all they care about. So that's being realistic to you on that front of the end. So and I don't take fully J print because of Drake. And, other, and a few other things that we can't discuss on here, too. On this platform, we can go on my... I can go on my... My, uh, my Junction or my website. I can go on the podcast and we can discuss more of those details. I'm Jay Prince. Okay. We got a couple. We got a couple things to talk about here. We're gonna talk about this Janet Jackson's and new playing the 85 degree West Music Festival during the Kentucky Derby night. So that's the article I got here. It just came out on Monday. I forgot to to get into it, but I am. I'm gonna get into it now. The article here. Okay. Kentucky Derby promised to be a lot. More lit this year with the announcement of a historic concert featuring Janet Jackson New Edition. Before both legendary headlines, the 2022 Essence Festival closes this year, they make a detour to Louisville, Kentucky, also in Derby Night during the 85 West Music Festival on Saturday, May 7. Derby Night will take place at Lindlove Family Stadium on the evening of the 2022 Kentucky Derby, which happens earlier that day at Church Shell. Down. What makes this event so a story is the fact that this year will be the first concert having at August Soccer Stadium. We can't think of a better or bigger way to kick off the music coming to Lynn Family Stadium and the inaugural Derby Night than with Janet Jackson and New Edition. Janet has been slowly rolling out upcoming live performing days with this Derby Night appearance, being the third announced at the SF and the that. Cincinnati Music Festival. Both in July, we don't know where else Mijano has her on her spring and summer turnency. See, but we are waiting for better breath for a full announcement. New edition means meanwhile has been blazing stage for Coastal Coast on the culture tour with Charlie Woods and Josh Joe Dolly C. The tour ends in earlier, but the fellow will be rested and rejuvenated for the audience in Louisville by the time Derby Night comes around. Tickets for the 85 West Music Derby Night will go on pre sale on Thursday, March 24th, and the sales in general at 10 a.m. Local residents can purchase it directly at the family box. 
All right, and that is a big one for Janet Jackson. Check that out. And where is the next topic? Okay. This is one that we're going to get into now. I'm going to get into this topic now. So this is going to be a great discussion on this part. Microsoft ID Azure is a big one for indie developer on the Xbox Series 5 and PlayStation 5. Let's continue. Let's continue on. Microsoft has launched ID at Azure, a new program aiming to seriously helping independent game developers take advantage of the cloud. <clears throat> the program should allow participants to develop faster, work smart, and have access to expert support, no matter no matter what platform they are working on, to be it Xbox Series X or PlayStation 5. So get excited for that. So that's going to be very nice to see this all completely take place. We get a lot. The program will offer tools to developers who sign up and allow smaller students to access the same services and capabilities used by a larger team. Popular games such as No Man's Sky, Rainbow Six Siege, and Siege of Thieves all rely on Azure. <clears throat> Zara, Microsoft in-house cloud computing services to reach million players every day took brand smaller studios access to these powerful tools is certainly exciting. Microsoft holds the idea of Zara will encourage independent developers to implement cloud service into development cycles which can be as simple as creating an online leadership board or use to gather real-time player data we may improve a game design, especially in its intended to empower more indie developers to make better games and real their vision. With some of the biggest games coming from independent development in the recent years, such as Turk, Stardust, Valley, Cuphead, and Haze, more available resources and tools can be only be a good thing for the industry. The cloud can also help provide solutions for teams who work together from numerous geographical location as well as facilitate hybrid working which Microsoft believes is here to stay. The pandemic has led to a clear shift in game development. So having a powerful tool that enables online collaboration and scalable environment is more necessary than <coughs> ever. So you can read the analysis all that stuff yourself there you can check that out so you gotta, gotta be really really fired up for that moment so we got one more article for you all today. Um, let's see how this is the article I'm going to read. All this stuff. Okay. This is the future of PCU is here. Intel ATX 3.0 power monitor. You know, graphics cards are here. Let's read this. PC power supplies that hasn't seen a whole lot of change in the last decade or two. We got a modular cable for easy routing, small stand for itty bitty builds, and that's about it. But today's Intel have finalized 8XTX 3.0 standard coming to soon to full size PCs near you. The biggest addition announced today is the new standard connection for the graphic card and our PC. Excuse me, guys. Delivering up to 600 watts on a single connector. 
Currently, graphics cards are a bit of a power punch. The maximum thought put for a pin ATX rail is 150 watts. So the biggest, so the biggest and most power-hungry GPU and needs a double, triple of extra space required and more complex cable routing in case the new 12-pin VHWR connection should be available to deliver more than ever the most powerful graphics card for next year or two each pin as all the physically small with 3.0 mm pin versus a 4.2 mm on a curb supply hold on a second I think my, my thing is give me a second give me a second Give me a second here. My thing is, the, the thing is. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna read some more of this. Oh God, come on. My, my thing is just like. Oh, hold on, this, this thing ain't going off. Okay, this is. Give me a second. I gotta re. I gotta reload this for a second. Then. No, technically it's okay. Technically. Oh. Technically, it is a sixteen. Pin 12 plus 4 with four additional pins squeezed on the beneath of the primary power pins. This this is demands the output voltage regulation in the series of new tools designed to regulate high power output efficient and safety, all handled intelligently by the power supply. According to Intel, the new 12 VHP W connection will be the standard of most, if not all, PCs using the 5.0 spec. Some Nivea 30 series foundation card uses a dumb version of the connection with 12 primary pins but lacking the four digital pins. Nivea, including adapters in the box for a double eight pin power supply, rattles more than easily conform with the current PSU. But the 12 pin connection should be for a collaborable with the two 12 VHP WR rails. This will be a limit of four to 450 watts without the extra data pin for the power regulation. AXT 3.0 compliant possible and pre-builds are scheduled to hit the market later in 2020. Based on everything we've seen this far, the next generation power supply should be physically compatible with all ATX standard PCs. Through, you may need adapted for pre-ATX 12 VO motherboard and SAC components. They have been that at least some of the vendors of the coming forthcoming G4RTX 33090Ti graphics card will feature the new 12.4 pins for pin connection, but no official word. So check that out. We'll be back on tonight, the Black Type Building Program Special. Okay, so tonight we're going to be back on. We're, I'm going to get this thing going. Maybe we'll play one, two, <coughs> like I said, Saturday, we're going to be on most of the day. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm doing it, playing, playing it all week. It's the spring break marathon, guys. You all have a nice day. And I'll continue to learn this music out. Goodbye.